Porn Stars Reveal Podcast. I'm Dan Frigolette. I'm here with uh, Kelly Richards. Yes. Thank you for doing this. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Good. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we well, are. I know how to pronounce your name. Frigolette. Frigolette, like Gillette. Gillette. We are, where are we? We're somewhere um, in we like, are near in, Exotica. In, we're in near Exotica Expo. Yeah. Yes. This is your first this porn is, convention. This is, my fir- this is my first expo. Yes. Cool. Uh-huh. What do you anticipate expect? Oh, Hold on. we gotta figure out a way so that you're okay, both here. camera. Yeah. Okay. So what what you expect? Uh, well, as I was saying, reaching out to my fans, saying that the last award, or I don't even know if we call this an award show, it's an event, correct? Yeah. So the last one would have been 1984, 85. Well, it's a convention. This is called a convention. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'd never been to a convention. Yeah. I've been to the AVN Awards, which was in 1984, 85. Right. Asked Where was me, it held? It was in Vegas. No sh- yeah, but I do don't. you remember which venue? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> All I remember is I was there representing Hollywood Video with Hal Freeman, God rest his soul, um, for my Caught from Behind series, which is I'm on the cover of Caught from Behind Part Four. What's Caught from Behind? What was the what so was like the Caught from Behind was the anal series. No are, shit. are we allowed to say that? On? Yeah, you can be wrong. <laughs> Wait, so anal in so the eighties. Anal, anal in the eighties must have been. Um, Heavy taboo. Anal in the eighties. As I've been, uh, as I've been told, I actually. Um, are you OG? Are you OG anal girl? I'm OG anal girl. No shit. I'm the OG anal girl. <laughs> I'm the OG anal DP girl. Oh shit. Uh, most of my movies, probably ninety eight percent of my movies back in the eighties, uh, any that have come out from there, all anal. No shit. So like, yep. uh, I don't know how to. There was there was actually a shift in in porn for me in my like mid 20s where all the girls that I was uh, used to watching started doing anal but it was like that hit in like mid 2000s so okay. that was like that was the big wave of the new round of anal it's right, just interesting right, 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 literally right. you like you like set the bar but I was like John Holmes yeah 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 which was 14 and a half inches yeah or 50 and Dick Rambone was 18 okay to my if I could remember that but I remember the, the late yeah 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 <laughs> But yes, yeah, so I was uh, I was the one that took John Holmes and Rambone. Um, that, did, that's your DP. That was well, really? no, I did both them anal. No shit. And my DPs were with John Holmes and St. Mark Wallace, Tom Byron, this Ron is, Jeremy. Yeah, no yeah, shit. Yeah, gang you're, bangs. You're straight straight veteran status. Yes. Wait, so what brings you back to the industry? What's your what is your what's your what's your goal? I guess. I, I guess what my goal is to be the next mill for the year. Okay. <laughs> I can say that. Yeah, I don't even um, know. You know, I. Is that I'm, a, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know that I've ever uh, ever achieved that. Right. And um and coming back um I felt like I I, I wasn't done. Right. I wasn't done. And over the years, I always had one foot in, one foot out, stayed in touch with Jim South, my agent. Yeah. Um, but, of course, I got married, had a child, uh, had a career, um, and then just something clicked. And Did anything ever happen where... Now, the 80s wasn't... The coverage in the 80s wasn't as, wasn't as substantial as it is now. Did you ever run into a problem where you got recognized? Uh where we got recognized, I just at the awards shows, probably. Yeah. Um, like you weren't just walking around wherever Massachusetts and, and got recognized, like in the streets. I, no, 
I mean, maybe once or twice in a video store. Interesting. Right. That's in interesting. In a video store. It's interesting. I heard, I was watching, uh, I was listening to another podcast and it was this thing, uh, it was with uh, Edward Snowden. He said that he barely gets recognized, but when he does get recognized, it's in when he's in a computer store. Something about like the human mind where people are like associating it. So you're in a video store. I'm in a video store and, and I had like, to Oh, this person's that. in videos. That's yeah. interesting. I had someone actually in Houston. I walked into a video store in Houston and had... Uh, it was an Uber driver. Yeah. And he happened to be looking. All of a sudden, I hear, that's Kelly Richards. That's Kelly Richards. That's Kel-. And I was like... So funny. Yeah. That so was, that's, it's exciting. So that's um, that's recent. That's recent. No shit. That's recent. So yeah, my first my first like uh, push into this industry at all was I met somebody at a comedy show, came up to me and said, hey, I used to do adult films. And... She had all these stories of getting recognized and all these other things. So that was like my first push of like really understanding what it is to be in porn and then leave and then try to just, you know, like push it to the side and not, and not have it be part of your identity anymore. And it, was, right. it seems that it was difficult for her. Uh-huh. I think for me, it never left me. Right. What it did is um, because of my background, it, it more so uh, I allowed it to destroy me yeah in the sense that my family made me ashamed sure um my husband uh just going forth it was something that people used against me interesting so it's like every every argument was like blah 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 except remember when you fucked ron jeremy right right interesting i'm yeah i'm taking your son because you You were an ex-pornographer interesting even though i was 18 at the time and i didn't even know you right you know what i mean right i think that's weird i think i I think we need to forgive people's past. I think it's weird that that we like, because it's here's the thing: you, you have a record of it, right, right, on film that it happened. Most people, when you meet them, they are not going to start telling you about their past, right? And so you don't like you don't think about it. But I, it's this weird hangup that we have that, like, for some reason, we think that like we can be jealous of something like you can't be jealous of somebody's past exactly it's It's a sexual encounter so if i engaged in what it doesn't matter what type of sex i engaged whether it's on camera off camera if i'm going to marry you at 25 and before that 25 years i engaged in all that behavior who are you to come to me and throw that up in my face i didn't even know you right it didn't affect you didn't know you didn't affect you also it's also like how you became you right and how you got here right so what's your, ta- what's your takeaway from marriage and, 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 that, and that kind of stuff? I know it didn't go great. No, it didn't go great because I, I, I put it this way, and, for, and we're in the porn industry, but I, I didn't pick the person God picked for me. Sure. That's how I put it. Sure. So the people that I picked were people that I, I was a caretaker. I'm a caretaker. So I tended to... Um, I tend to uh, allow people in my life that um, that one I have to care for, yeah. But two that I feel beneath, I allow them to make me feel beneath them. Okay. So you know, I, my first husband was a very successful salesman. I was an executive's wife. I worked in the financial industry. Um, you know, I I'm, I'm very intelligent. Um, I went back to school for my associates. I crossed over to the medical field. Like I did something with my life. On the other side of the coin, I'm a recovering addict and I've been to federal prison. Sure. So, you know, you can look at me from this perspective or you can look at me from this perspective, but guess what? I'm just this person. Right. And as far as marriage, marriage takes work. 
And it's not just one individual. It takes two individuals. And the biggest thing in marriage, I find, is if you can just be yourself and say, hey, honey, you know what? You come home and say, can we cuss? Yeah, of course. Honey, guess what? I fucked up. Yeah. I fucked up. It doesn't matter what you did that day. If I can come home to my partner and say, I fucked up. Okay, so let's fix it. Right. Let's us fix it. Yeah. Not, oh my God, how can you do this? How is this going to make me look at work? And this, that. Yeah, yeah. You're hung up on, on the wrong things. Yeah, I agree with all those things. I think, I think there's, a, there's an element to relationships that um, is missing. I think there was something that was actually very poetic about two individuals like having something about gender roles worked because it was these are your responsibilities and it doesn't it's not necessarily that that women belong in the kitchen and men right. belong in like the workplace but it was about if you come like you 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 were going listen we're all going to do half of the duties right and if you don't do your half you fucked up yeah and we don't do that anymore now we just go oh, i can do all the things and so then it's like if that's true then we don't need another person exactly and then why are we even trying to like the problem that i find a lot is that people are trying to live a relationship on half 2019 rules and half 1950 rules I agree. and it's not gonna work out i agree i agree they um i i see that um that it doesn't matter what the role is like i'll get out there and cut the grass yeah why is it when i was living in georgia now you know in the south a lot of the men do the work. And sure. The females right. don't. But why can't I cut the grass? Sure. I enjoy cutting the yeah. grass. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been trying to find out. I've been trying to find a relationship in my world because I work nights. I'm a comedian. I've been trying to find a relationship for over the years that I, and I just still have never bumped into this thing where it's like, uh, hap- happily, I'm, you know, I would be the stay at home dad type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, while, like, so if you work nine to five and I work nights, it's, it's like perfect. We can both be with, you know, right. whoever for whatever period of time. And it just feels like even when I've had those relationships that were maybe would lead to marriage, maybe would lead to kids, it was like this like trade off of like, no, you don't get to like be home with the yeah. kids all day because I want to do that. And it's like, it's this weird, it's this weird. Like, I would let you like, do whatever you wanted to do. I would let this man do whatever we're, he wanted to do. If you look in his eyes, oh my God. We're st- but we're what st- happened? What happened? <laughs> but we're stuck somewhere. Now, nothing happened. I'm great. Things are no, good. You're beautiful. Things are great. Things are great for me. Um, no, uh, but but I, I really, like I've, I've, I've honed in on, on comedy and that being a thing that's really important to me. And I find that the, the deeper I get into comedy and, and my own identity, the, the more I realize that the rest of the world's on some other page. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, I've, I've just started to be comfortable with me. When I came back into the industry a year ago, first of all, I, I've just found out that Gin Blossoms has a song out after me called Kelly Richards. Is that right? Yes. It was written by That's Doug That's so Hopkins. funny. Okay, so it should be told, you know, I'm doing 27 of these episodes in like two days, so I'm, I Googled you on the way over here yes. just so I like knew where I was walking into, because I don't remember from my calendar, from my spreadsheet, what... Yeah. It's like black, white, green. You know, I don't know, dude. I don't know what I'm... Right. So, I'm so I Googled you and the gin bottom. And I was like, why is gin bottom coming out? That's so funny. Yes. That that's you. Yes. I, I didn't, didn't know, that. know that. That's funny. I didn't know until... You like, just found out. The er, I, early 2000s. So here I am. Someone brings it to my attention that this place, these, this band wrote a song after yeah. me. And then I listened to the words. What's the lyrics? The lyrics are, she came all the way from Boston, all the way to the streets of LA. She wound up on the screen. I saw her going down. No, I don't know you. No, I don't know you at all. At one point, it's, uh, I bought a gun. Now it comes down to me or you. I bought all your magazines. 
and I mean, it's just very humbling. Yeah. So, of course, my first thought is, I want to meet this person yeah. that wrote this song. I don't know why. Now, I don't know the Gin Blossom story. Well, do you know who the lead singer is? I, I don't, right? I don't. Anymore. Well, to my knowledge, at that time, Doug Hopkins. Okay. Who committed suicide in the early 90s. Based on your song. I don't know if it was based on my song, did he sh- did but he, he shoot shot himself? himself with a gun. Yo, you killed so, the Gin Blossoms. <laughs> You killed no, the Gin Blossoms. You did too. Hold on. So internet <laughs> confirmation. You killed the Gin Blossoms. I did not. It's fine. Listen, he was going to kill. They are still making he music was, today. He was going to kill himself either way. But so don't worry. Kill about me. It. Well, yeah. So you were. So it worked out. It but worked God out in your hard. favor. I mean, you know, the thing that we're both we were both, at the time both addicts. Yeah. And I survived, and he didn't. Yeah. So this 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 world took him and didn't take right. me. Right. So I'm very, I, I feel very fortunate yeah, well, and very blessed. Yeah, I mean, jokes that. aside, that yeah. that is that but is But I beautiful. mean, all jokes. Yeah, I get it. That now that you made me think. But also, I, I'm I've been adding these like these like physical challenges to these episodes, mm-hmm. so we know what we're doing after this. We're singing, we're karaokeing your song. Oh, do you know your song? <laughs> I do. I I've know, never seen it, so it's mostly going to be on you. We have to play it or something. But we're playing it and we're going to karaoke it. Okay, that's going right, to be the end of the episode. Check that out on YouTube. That's hilarious. Yeah. So Doug Hopkins and I reached out to the band on several occasions and. Hopefully, maybe one of them will see this. Nobody's responded? Nobody's responded. So, guys, look, I just want to meet you. I've been no asked shit. to do maybe, Well, maybe it's, a point, maybe it's a point of, um, maybe it's a point of, of like, contention for them. Maybe maybe they do blame you for, for well, him. Well, you know what, Turn? Actually, when I researched it, they said they were just doing, they were just coming up with, like, funny things to do. And it was fun to make uh, a song about a porn star. Yeah. And I happen to be the porn sure. star. But it's also, like, we, we like, men, uh, I, I don't know, I can't speak to women. But men, we like we fantasize like we'll go as far as a relationship in our minds with our porn stars. Mm-hmm. So it's not it, they can say as it's random as, as it is, but like that you were something to this guy. Oh or, yeah, it was very explicit in the song. It's yeah. like I saw you in my dreams. Yeah. I don't know you. I don't know you, Kelly Richards. It's on. about you. Kelly I mean, you're Boston. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. It's cra- it is crazy. <laughs> it's very crazy. Yeah. Uh, the gin, the gin blossoms. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Shout out to Gin Blossoms. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited for our, our physical challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I'm calling it that. It's we not know. very physical, yeah. but it's... I was uh, going to cook. Our, Thank God our, you didn't ask me to cook. Yeah, yeah well, I, I, don't, I, know, I, I don't know how that was going to happen here. Yeah, what did you... I asked you I asked you suggest you were like, I can cook a steak in under... What did you say? I can I can cook, ma'am, in under 30 minutes. Okay, okay, Ray, okay, okay, porn Rachel Ray. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good porn, though. Rachel Ray, Rachel, like uh, like meals in under 30 minutes, except... except. Yeah, but with a microwave. Yeah, don't do that. No, we don't do that. No, I'm you, Italian. Don't cook. Yeah, I'm don't Italian, cook with the microwave. You know. I'll leave. I'll leave right now. I don't no, care. No, I, I, I got don't. enough of this episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I, I, I've removed the microwave from my life. That's it's all good. Out of my house. I cook on the stove. Like, I'll do anything. You give me anything. Even pork chops right down to my roommate loves to eat. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't matter what I cook. I have learned how to, like, for pork chops. You know, yeah. you usually have pork chops and applesauce. Now you just throw the applesauce in. Right. Because if you cook pork chops on the stove and add the applesauce in with the pork chops, oh, my God, they just melt in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Shit. Yeah, once you, once, once you like, figure out cooking, um, there's almost nothing that you can't make. It's like a... Now, are you Italian or Greek? I'm Italian. I'm You're Italian. Italian. Yeah. Okay. Why so did you think Greek? I I I just I I didn't think Greek. I know Italian. Look look at that. Yeah, I know he's Italian. So you know, growing up, how many children in your family? Uh, so I'm one of four. I'm one of eight. I'm the youngest. It's crazy. So we weren't allowed. Different time. Yeah, different time. 
But we, as females, we're not allowed to leave the house. Sure. Especially on the weekends. I've met these girls. Yes. I've met these girls in New Jersey. Clean. I don't understand. Because then what happens is I'm dating a girl who's 26 in New Jersey, and I'm staying at their house, like with, like under the roof with their parents. Like, why is this better? Why is it better that I fuck your daughter at your house? <laughs> Well, I don't know. So that my, you have some peace of mind. My dad was a cop. You yeah. were getting through the front door. But that says like so you have some peace of mind that like that she's not that she's like not like out there doing. But she is. You wouldn't get through the door. That's funny. No, I I think, I think, I think dads would like me. No, he would like you, but but you would not get through the door to Maybe fuck not. his daughter Maybe not. Maybe in the not. same room. No, so I used to. Uh, yeah, I've dated all sorts. Like, and it is the 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 closer you are to um, immigration. The, the the more likely it is that your daughter has to live in your house for a long time. That's what I found. Well, my mom was the Italian, so she was very, very strict. Yeah. My dad was Irish. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, and I don't know, I, I watched my dad put a gun to his head and pull the trigger when, he was, when I was 11. Wow. He was a policeman. But he was Irish. Wow. And that's where the difficult comes from. Yeah, I have my what daddy's is, heart. My so wait, different. so the, the, what? What and do you? The blue eyes. See what do you think? Eyes? This? Yes, I absolutely see the blue eyes. <laughs> so what do you? What? Uh, how do you think that affected you for the rest of time? Your father committed suicide oh in front God, of you, and I, why is it in front of you? Why is it in front of me? Because my dad made me who I am today, which means I love, I'm compassionate, I care about people. Whereas my mom's very materialistic. Right. Um. She. She was, you know, more about. Look what I have. Yeah. I'm going to make sure. Keep telling. Look, it's more like, look what I have versus look at what I have for you. That's the difference in the parents. I want to be the person that says, what can I do for you versus what you can do for me? Sure. And and I think that was the difference in the upbringing. That's where the family split. No, but not even that. Like, and and I've and I've and I've bumped into this a lot, and I'm trying to be sensitive to the no. to the notion. But I, I've met a lot of people over the years who have suicide in their lives, and mm-hmm. and what is the piece? I mean, was this an accident? Did he he did this in no. front of you? No, on? he was on the phone with my mother. She was going to leave him after 28 years of marriage, and they were separated. Why do we think that somebody leaving us is, is enough of a of a catalyst to to end our lives? That I don't understand. So that's what instilled in me. So when someone gets ready to leave me, how you know I'm like, God forbid anybody, you know. I, I'm going to make you leave me before you decide to leave sure, me. Sure, 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 sure. The then, fear of abandonment thing. Exactly. Right. Big time abandonment. Um, and it took me many, many years to realize um, that you had to be okay with self. Now. So, hold on. So, you're you're in the house. Yeah. Your dad's on the phone with your mom. Yeah. And, um, oh. and you, and, and he... He, you, he's in the argument, and he's just armed because he's a cop? Actually, no. He, um, he was crying. My mom was at home yeah. at the house, and my, they were separated. Yeah. And I was at the apartment where he was staying. And I was in the, in the other room. You're 11. I was 11. Which so, walking into your father's apartment after well, this with your mother is hard enough. Yeah, but that's hard enough just going to your dad's apartment and letting that like that moment sink in that your parents aren't together. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, it, I mean, he was my hero. I went everywhere with my yeah. dad. And he's on the phone. And he's on the phone with her, and his his partner yells up, Mikey Greenwood, God rest his soul. Mikey Greenwood yells up and says, Tom, I don't know if we can use names. You might want to well, Yeah, sure. Um, just says, you know, um, I have Chinese. Yeah. And my dad yelled down, not right now, I'm on the phone with Mary. Yeah. So he left, 
And then the next thing you know, all I remember after that was coming around the corner and he, the gun went off. After that, I don't remember anything. Right. I, but I do know after many years later, I, I was researching to write a book, which I actually have a book coming out um, with, um, who's, it's being wrote by, I don't know if I'm supposed to say his name, but anyways. The ghostwriter? Jim Steele is going is the author, and he's going to be writing the book um, with me. Yeah, and he is such a sweetheart, and he has been the most caring and compassionate, and just all around nice guy. And he knows exactly. He just knows how to to yeah. to put words on paper. Right, how to write the so story. So I'm really yeah. excited about the book. We were hoping to have it come out before the AVN, but it's not going to happen because okay. I'm a little lax. So. <laughs> So anyways, um, so I, that's all I remember. But I remember researching later, and it said in the police report, my, my mother never called the police. So she didn't hang up the phone after hearing the gun go off and call the police. She just, yeah. she thought it was bullshit, or she no, knew? No, she just didn't. She didn't I, care. I can't answer that. You don't have a relationship with your mom now? I, I, I over the, no, not right now, no, we do okay. not. Um, but what a crazy, what a crazy thing! And you were the only kid there. I was the only child there. And so, what did you do? I don't remember. You didn't. You don't know. I, you all the I cops. remember is know. the next day. All I remember is showing. It's being brought, showing up in, at the house, with my sister. I'm with my sister, showing up, and my mother's on the couch in the living room, hyperventilating. So now it's real for her. Now it's real. For her. And now she's reacting. Well, to I don't it. know if it's real for her. She's acting. Interesting. I know. Interesting. It's, it's so it's so crazy how much what we do, and this is a dumb thing to say, but like even like I don't have any children, so so even like even to the effect of like having a, a dog, like mm-hmm. a, a dumb thing that we like we tried to like ride a bike with uh with the yeah. leash attached like when she when when she was a puppy, and we bo- and we fucked up because we didn't know how to do it, and I like I like clipped her toe, whatever. She was fine, but like. She's afraid of bikes to this day. Right. It's like it's it's so crazy how these how every experience we have as children right. be, makes us who we are forever. Right, 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 right. You know it's funny because I just learned recently and someone brought this to my attention and I just caught myself doing it. My mother, yes, we didn't have a relationship for many years. Yep. And then she became my best friend no because shit. I learned the thing I learned forgiveness. Sure. And then it reverted back to the way because reality kicked in. Interesting. So this has always been my problem, is that, and with my husband too, is when someone does something to me, he's such a nice guy though. He has such great attributes. She's this, she's good here, she's good here. I make excuses. I make excuses for their behavior, and then when I screw up, the you don't get the world. same. You don't get the same respect. The or, whole world knows I see. Like Kelly went to federal prison. Interesting. Kelly went to federal prison. Kelly's never done a good thing in her life. She's this, that, and the I other see. thing. So why am I making because excuses? of because of what you've done? Because of how you create the hierarchy of your relationships. Right. You've put yourself on the bottom, and then that becomes right. the role. So what'd you go to federal prison for? <laughs> I like you just throw these things in. I and like I'm I just said, l- I'm an open like book. I'm just gonna it's leave it there. Like of course, the I'm gonna ask you about that. What'd you go to federal prison for? What did you what, what did in you fraud? 2004, um, I uh, I embezzled money. Okay. How long were you in prison? I was indicted. Uh, my first indictment was 27 months. My second indictment was five years and 10 months. Wow. So you spent not so counting long, not counting eight, trials. Nine years in federal prison. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 
What's what's your two back here there? The last was they, my ex husband kept calling probation, saying, "I know you're screwing my wife. I know you're doing this. I know you're doing that. Guess what? They slapped me and sent me back for nine months. What? They couldn't do anything to him. Oh. So I just said, you know what? Max me out. So I instead of being on probation and I could leave the state, I said, max me out. Really? Yeah. You chose to go back. I chose to finish out and be done with the federal government. And then you come out, and then there's no probation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even know that was a choice. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you find... Did like you... Lori Laughlin and... Uh, I seen <laughs> Felicity Huffman. The, the whole, the whole uh, admission scandal. She's at the same prison I was at. She, I didn't even realize this what happened. Felicity Huffman. She's in prison right now? Yes. Oh, I didn't realize. She's doing her 14 days in Dublin. Oh, 14, I though. Did, yeah, 14 days. Yeah. I did RDAP at Dublin. Which What's is Dublin? Which is residential drug treatment program. Where's that? It's in Dublin, Dublin California. Okay, so interesting. So she's at the camp. No so shit. I see they show a picture because they're asking Martha Stewart. And fourteen days like. is and fourteen days is bullshit. Fourteen days is just like is, is like let the breath like let let a, like let I America know don't they do this. Even let her go there for fourteen days. What a waste of taxpayers' dollars. Right. That really is a waste of taxpayers' dollars. What's the taxpayers' involvement? Well, I think don't don't the taxpayers pay to house. Prisoners, that Prisoners? that that's an argument. That a, I'm, I don't want to get. I don't want to get. De- yeah, okay, I don't want to get okay. deep into the into the politics. Well, of I prisons. think it's somebody's cost. Well, prisons are making money. Prisons yeah, are are are, are privatized at this point. So there's that's a lot true. of money involved. Um, yeah. But more of that, it's it's more of a statement to like to the the country, like don't do this. Uh, we'll put act, we'll put actors. A, the, yeah, we all know it's bullshit. To a camp. Yeah, we all know it's bullshit. It's not real prison. It's whatever. But it, but it's something. It's. Send him to state jail? No, no, I totally agree no, with you. No, send him to state jail versus federal? I totally agree that with you. That is a punishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got I've had like I've had weekend lockups when, you know, places where where people that I know uh, like that are awaiting trial just have to sit and it's it's yeah. it's not cool. Put him in solitary confinement. It's, it's not cool. It's not a good no. thing. It's not a good feeling. It's not a good uh, situation no. to be involved in. And if like and I was there overnight on some bullshit and right. it's like if God forbid you had to just be there and hold it out of control, we you all know. You know yeah. what she's doing? She's either sleeping, crocheting. Sure. She's on the track. She's feeling very sorry for herself. I'm sure. There's nothing like, to feel sorry about. Like it's not. It's not. It's not good, right? Like it's not fun, like to be uh, uh, locked up, right? But it's. But but she's not. It. She's not experiencing what you experience. No. Right. <laughs> like we'll give her. Like we'll. But, but obviously yeah, she's Lori not having Laughlin, she's having a good time with that. Do you know what I mean? For more charges now, yeah. she's gonna be looking at some time. Yeah. I was there with uh, you know who was there the housewives. Which one? From Atlanta, Teresa. Uh, Teresa the, was in. Um, Guadina, what is it? Yes, Guadina. She, she, she was involved in uh, she was in mob shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, where was your? This is my fault. She I, was I, I'm making Danbury, it more. I'm making it more difficult than it needs to be. Said. Um, she actually, uh, was there at that at that facility. The same one that who's at? Now, I was at Danbury as well, but I was not there at the time she was. I see. So, okay, so uh, okay. Uh, legit, like, there's so many, like, prison shows or thing, and, I don't, and again, I don't want to trivialize your, your experience, no, but you what, do you learn, what do you learn in prison? Like, what, how do you, like, what's the, well, how do you survive in prison, and how does it become, does it become, like, just normal, like, day-to-day, nine-to-five, like, how do you? Um, I guess for me, now, did I manipulate the system in prison? I, yeah. Explain. I, I, I want to say this in this respect. I had to survive, so I sure. didn't have family to take care of. Me. Sure. Um, I, you know, it sucked at mail call when everybody gathered around and everybody's names being called out for mail and my name doesn't get called right. out. And that's day after day after day. Right. The holidays come. They're making 
gifts and and I'm not you know what I'm you know I again I'm not I don't feel sorry for myself what I did but people I, get presents in jail like that's a yeah, big part well, of yeah or you give each other presents in jail um, I don't make light of me going to prison I take full responsibility for my choices that ended me up there um, while I was there I worked for ten to 10 cents to 12 cents an hour. Right, this is what I'm talking about. This yeah. is where they're making money. So I learned how to break down a vehicle and rebuild the vehicles they brought back from no the shit. war. So a Humvee or a tanker, yeah. I can break it down and rebuild it. No shit. Let's I can come up paint with a show. it, I can sandblast it. This is a show. <laughs> this, is a, this is a television show we need to do. Right, right. Fucking, uh, I got my forklift license. I got my surf safe educa- uh, certification. I made the best of my time where education was concerned. Sure. So when I came out, my goal was I want to get my RN. Okay. That's my goal. I don't care till the day I die. Yeah. I will get my where, BSN. Where are you at? So I'm at, I have my associate. Yeah. And now I'm going to re-register for school when I get back and go for my BSN. Nice. No, BSN is bachelor, bachelor in... Nursing. S- what's the S? Bachelor of Scholars... BSN. Bachelor. Is BN? BSN? I didn't know that one. BSN. Okay. Bachelor of Scholarly Nursing. Really? I've always known it as BSN. Oh, I don't know. That's something I don't know. So my mother's an RN, but then I just found out that there's all the uh, other ends. Scholarship. Yeah. Bachelor Scholarship in Nursing. Okay. Yeah. But we're gonna look that one up. Yeah, we're we'll, definitely. We're, we're gonna correct we're, me. We're Googling if this. I'm wrong, I, I want to know I'm wrong. But it, I've you, always said, I've always said, like this is my goal. But it's like, Isn't but, the, but you once you get the BSN, you're, once you get the BSN, you're done. There's no, there's no once other. Once you get your RN. So BSN, and then you have to be registered as a nurse after that, with right. RN, for a different school. I think, as far as I've been able to research, like yeah. I've made it as far as now, mind you, I'm a, I'm a felon. Yeah. So how? Yeah. How does that? How does so that when I get out. I not only, and I say this to everybody, just because you are incarcerated, don't let anybody ever tell you you can't do anything. And I mean that firmly. Sure. I worked for the financial industry for many years prior to my incarceration. Mm -hmm. When I got out, I went to work for an accounting and tax firm. Yeah. When I got out, I went to work for a hospital. Sure. I worked in the cardiothoracic surgery department. I worked on the administration side. So anybody that tells you doesn't matter what your charges are that you can't do something you tell them bullshit 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 go fuck your ass exactly um back to the anal what uh okay so So. and then also your added benefit is that you don't have to participate in this horrible election next year i don't (laughs) well i could i actually have the right to vote do you have a right to vote yes we. i thought that's the first thing i don't know a lot about you thought that's the first thing you said on the state but i do no shit I do have my... And you're in Texas, so that's Trump country. That's Trump country. Yeah. Look, I have no say. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I have no say. Somebody, I'm flirting with somebody on the internet, and it come, and the Trump thing comes up, and they were like, and I was like, oh my God, you've only been alive long enough to only ever see ch- uh, two-term presidents. And they were like, well, nah, uh, upcoming soon, maybe that won't be the case. And I was like, I know that you live in New York, and you think that that won't be the case, but 100%... It'll be another Trump election where it goes his way because everybody who is for Trump is like out now to like prove a point. Right. So, and also, 
And I don't understand. I asked somebody this morning, are they impeaching him or aren't they? Well, this is what I find interesting. It, well, everybody's got a different opinion. But what it feels like to me is like they're trying to impeach him and he's just going, nah. And then that's fine. So my concern more is that even if we do another election, even if he loses the next election, uh, he's still just going to go, I'm not leaving. Right. And there's so far, there's no consequences to his right. shenanigans. And I'm trying not to have an opinion. And but political, I'm po- politics me. aside, politics yeah. aside, educate me. Tell how me can you just really say bad. just no? And like you just say no, I didn't say that. You just like and just say no, I'm not leaving. I, and it's and it's working. Like it's I don't know why it's working. I, like I no, you're not impeaching me. Why is it working? But I would like to understand. You know what has he not done for this country, and what has he done for this country? Well, to so, my knowledge or to my experience, yeah. I I'm not a I'm not a Trump hater. Sure. You know, I was not ready for a female president. Would you want me as president right now? <laughs> Much like well, I know for sure that you <laughs> could not go. Even if you can vote, you can't go for president as a as a as a. Who convert. says I can't? Who I can says do whatever I, I say I can, I can do, do whatever I want. That's funny. Um, but yeah. So regardless, regardless of the thing, the big, the big weird part of it right now. Yeah. I, whatever. That's regardless of this whole thing. This is very interesting. Uh, uh, your life is very. Um, it's much more lived than most people's lives. That's what they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you've learned the most in your time on Earth? What have I learned the most? What I've learned the most is that if they if you don't believe honesty is the best policy, it absolutely is. What I've learned is that respect, if you don't have respect for yourself, how can you expect anybody or have respect for others? How can you expect others to have respect for you? Right or wrong, you know, it's like be an addict. If someone right now put a line of, now, and I've experienced this, puts a line of coke here in front of me and I choose to, and I choose to do that line of coke, that's a choice. Yeah. That's a wrong choice on my part, and only I can be responsible for that because I know right from wrong. Right. And the simplest lesson that I have learned is that's basically what it comes down to is a right and a wrong answer. Sure. And that's how your path is going to go. Okay. So do I did I make a right decision coming back to porn? Am I ashamed to have come back into the industry? Absolutely not. Right. I don't think it was a bad decision. I don't think, granted, you know, it pushed away the people that were already pushed away. Right. But that's that's their. But that's, that's just because they can't accept me. Right, and that's not that's not a that's not your cross to bear. Now right. this you brought it you brought it perfectly around to a good position. So how do we pay for your porn? This is the thing that we that we're pushing a lot in this thing is like the industry's changed a lot. So you have okay. you have a lot of opportunities now to cultivate your own content and to to make money personally and yeah. and specifically. What are those ways? How do we follow you on the internet? How do we pay for your porn? All these. Let's things. see. So I have a website that's being developed now called www.kellyrichards.com um, and I will be coming out with sites um, I will be at the expo yep. I will be have autographed pictures um, you know and I have to say this and I'm going to reach out to had it not been for my fans and followers yep. I get so emotional with this because you guys saved my life a year ago you guys saved my life because with everything that I went through coming back in I had no idea I had the fan base I did. And they are the people that have, I say this every day, they will make you and break you, they will buy you and sell you, 
they will support you, encourage you, but they will bring you down too. Sure. So those are the people, people ask why I talk to my fans and my followers, because you saved my life. But as far as any um, content and stuff, guys, I'm coming out with it as fast as I can. Okay. Well, don't we'll we'll don't break anything. We'll put it out. You know, we'll put it out. You tell me whatever you want. Don't break anything. But yeah. But uh, okay. So we'll we'll look out for that. And then when you have, and then when this episode comes out and you have all the links, we'll we'll yes. be sure to share them. Yes. Uh, we're on shooting. iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on all the places awesome. you find podcasts. We are, we're sponsored by Spunk Lube. Uh, we opened up a Patreon. Look out for that. We're really looking for yeah. you guys as the fans to tell us which direction you want us to go with certain things. Uh, I'm Dan Fergalette. This is Kelly Richards. Thank you so uh, much. Look for our YouTube content. It's going to be very fun uh, when we do this Gin Blossom song. So thank you guys for listening. <laughs> we drop a new episode every Sunday. Uh, and thank you to my guys. Bye.